test. This is for t- a continuation of what we saw last time. We're talking about the two Kruvim. And the difference between the Kruvim are facing each other. And that's a symbol between the closeness that is meant to be and between Hashem and Yisrael. And when the Kruvim are facing away from each other. And that shows distance. So we said last time there was a Moshe Rabbeinu built the Kruvim originally on top of the Iron Akkadish. So that's when the Pnei Mishalachim. When Shlomo Melech built another two Kruvim which stood on, in the, the Kodesh HaKadoshim. So there there's a Machlokas which they were facing. So, and we saw there was a Mandalam that says originally Pnei Mishalachim. They were facing forwards, not each other. What's the difference? It says Nefeshachim. In the beginning of Parenthesis. The Dara Midbar, they were, so to speak, guests at Hashem's table. Why? It left to work. The food, the mind was provided for them every day. Not only that, the clothing they had remained clean, remained fresh, remained in good condition. So what did they have to do all day in the Midbar? They didn't need to work for Nasa, the mind was given to them. They didn't need clothing, they had. They didn't need to protect themselves, they were protected. And that's the case of Divriakov, Lay Mikru, Oisim, Returning Shlomakov. They were only called Oisim, Returning Shlomakov in the Midbar. Elim Kenai Mistakim Kapi Mala Biyashu Gomu. They were completely immersed in terror. They had an, an, like an absolute shaykhus, so called Ishbarakov, and that's called Oisim, Returning Shlomakov. Umeshav de Mislibo, Mirak, the Torah of Lavoida. Their commitment was only to Tarin Avaida, Piyirasai, Yama Vilayla, Yamashikim, day and night. There's nothing else to think about. Lina Taris, Latai Kla. Afshaw, Kala, Isaac, Renos, they didn't have to involve themselves, concern themselves, think about anything else. Everything was provided for them. Machamamaram Zatal, the Machilta, and Lala Midrashim, Lalit Natari, Ela, Echayaman. The Tarah was only given to people who eat the man, which means that everything is taken care of for them. They have no other concerns or worries to think about except for learning. And if that's the case, if a person is able to be completely focused, solely focused on his learning to exclude of everything else, that's called Oysim Tzernish Shalmakam. Nechel Hemidu Oysim Sakrovim, the few Mashiach Oysim Tzernish Shalmakam, Pnei Mishlachi Mamish. The Mamish facing each other. Laharis ki Yashar, Yechazu Pnei Mishbarach. Pani Bepani 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 The relationship they had then with HaKadosh Shbarachu was directly you know, very often, on the one hand, people want to grow. On the other hand, there's certain brachas in the Torah that not everyone should they want that bracha. And if we talk about this as being the bracha of Klai Yisrael's, so to speak, highest level as a nation, the nation of the Midbar, the ones who got the Torah, what was the life they led? Exactly this. There was nothing else to do. There was nothing else which needed to be done. They were taken care of 100%. And all they had to do and all they were meant to do was focus on the Atari Navada. There was no distraction. There was no, no other needs which had to be met. A person should think about himself. If he had the option, that would he really want. He really wanted to say he would want that opportunity also that there's nothing else he has to take care of. There's nothing else to think about. No distractions. Just a disability to settle down. Yes, we meant to want that, for sure. Shit to be very special. Call you my high. 
manifest this to be a certain level, that's what they want. I think they were Mashiach comes, that's what it's going to be. Again, there'll be nothing to protect ourselves from because it'll be clear to the whole world that Hashem is in control. We will have, like I said, the Goyim, whose the only function then will be to provide the services that the, that the Jews need. And what will be left for them to do? Exactly what they did in the Midbar. To be able to spend the, the entire day, the entire focus, the entire energy on Tarin of Eretz Hashem. Okay, so the first thing you have to do is you have to learn to want that. I'll give you another example. A brach in the Torah, which a lot of people are not necessarily sure that they want. One of the brachas, brought both in the brachas of Yikra and Kisavit, it says that you'll be eating, you'll be satisfied. And it says Rashi Kohen Chazal, we can't have shemus in the bracha and the food. You push it, you'll eat a little bit and you're already full. Yes, you're right. Hashem will mevarech the food, you'll be satisfied after eating a little bit. Let's be honest, guys. How many people want their bracha? You sit down to a Shabbos and after one piece of challah and push the first course, you can't eat anymore, you're too full. And, oh, wonderful. So waste, waste the rest of the meal eating for. Yeah. It's a certain target to appreciate the such a bracha. So tell me over here, that was the bracha of the Ramibra. On the Bimei In Klai Yisrael's time, in the time of Shlema Melech, they had fields, they had property, they were farmers, so they had to spend some of their time, not enough, but some of their time, being Oisek in their farms. I'll call for them at least enough to have food to eat. According to Bishmael, that's what Hashem wanted also. That was the Lachatchid also. For the Rabbim, it's better to live in that matter that they have the ability to 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 take care of their own also. Because Except, on the one hand, the person is allowed to to look after his fields and, and harvest his crops, but like the Prime Minister said before, but and it's true, I can spend some time in Parnassa, but even the time I spend with my Parnassa, a person's thoughts are still focused on the Sukkot. He doesn't detach himself from the Torah. He's just allowed to spend some of his time doing other things while he's thinking about Torah at the same time. Again, according to Bishmol, even wasn't 100% facing each other, it was still close enough. They were still facing each other. Right? That they at an angle to each other. Right? If, if there were mamish, if there were mamish doing what Kodesh Baruch wanted, according to Avishmol, at the time of the Pais, that's what was expected of them. 
لازم شده بید اکروی خواهد حرام زلاویز بارا خواهید سارق دامی دای یاشو من بشه سلاوزت سلانتی نار اگزاکتی فیزن کرده سلانتی تو دستانتی این ازباته کنی ترشن باید خواهدتی اکروز ارنی تایره لیفتل آف دارا مید بار لیفتل آف پرسن که هست نتنگ ایلسی تنگ بیت و درنستند to some small extent in their property, in their farms, in their parnasa, so it wasn't mamish panim b'panim. But according to Bishmol, that's the lechad chilev. For the rabbi, that's what's expected. If that's what's expected, so why isn't panim b'panim? So he says, Amin ha'inyan kumayin shakasavna. Shishchabrusa yisparach kiviyachal ha'olam, misvachay chazkolam, v'chol sidrayim v'izkatrusham, v'chayin kol sidrayim ha'kosh yisparach itano. The way HaKadosh Baruch acts to us, connects to us, and how he runs the world around us. It's all in keeping with the amount of our Hitzayurus Klapishmaya. The amount we turn to Hashem and He turns to us. The amount that we miss Ayurus to, 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 to connect, that's the, how much connection He allows us. And therefore, The same degree that we put into our connection to Hashem, that, in converse, is the amount that Kodesh Baruch shows us, so to speak, that same, uh, that same acceptance, that same closeness. Lechen gama krum shiramaz alav yisparach shmoy, the second krum, which is the remis to Hashem, hayu gam ken tzrichem amidem b'tzolad ma'at. Kofi shiratzidu shvakrum shiramaz elenu. Just like the krum, which is representing Klai Yisrael, is slightly to the side, saving the krum, which represents Hashem, is paralleling that. The way Hashem responds to us is basically the way that uh, it's totally what we what we were first. Now, let's explain this a little more. What does it mean? Has he answered the first question? In other words, the on the one hand he said. That there's a machlekes we saw. What's what's ideally Hashem expecting from Klai Yisrael? What's ideal matzah Klai Yisrael to be? And the fee that Hashem responds to us. So we said there's a machlekes. The Mishnah by Yechai holds ideal matzah is Dara Midbar. Oh, the person who's focused on the entire that's considered part of a party. Okay. Rabbi Shmuel gives it him. Rabbi Shmuel says no one Hashem expects from the Rabbim. The Rabbim can't be like that. And therefore the ideal for the Rabbim is that a person, even if he's going to be involved. In whatever his status he needs to make money, but he's going to be involved in Torah at the same time and he'll do both. Even at the time of Shlema Melech, according to him, that's what they were doing. So that was the ideal. So we understand that, we understand that according to Rabbi Shlema Yechai, there would be something missing. It wouldn't be the way that the crib were meant to be. But according to Rabbi Shlema, why is it, why, why is there something missing that? Why wouldn't it be considered Mamish Panim So the answer is like this. The way the Nefesh Chaim explains, understands, it's also you start to think about. There's two dargas. There's a darga of is someone doing what's right? What's wrong? Is it okay what he's doing or not okay what he's doing? There's a shadow of right and wrong? Another shadow also. And that is, is it the best it's possible to do?
No, you could, it could be what you're doing is okay. It could be it's fine. It's good. Is it your best? Love that. Rabbi Ishmael also agrees that there's a mile of the, of the way you lived in the midbar. Rabbi Ishmael also agrees that there is such a level. What he held was, is for most people, it's not shaykh. They're not going to be able to live on that level. And therefore, if you're talking to what's Nagar for a Rabbi to do, the Rabbi won't be able to do that. Does that mean the level doesn't exist? It exists. Does that mean that's what we advise the Rabbi to do? No. Why not? Because the Rabbim aren't necessarily in the level to to achieve the ultimate. This doesn't just apply to Torah learning. There are lots and lots of cases that we see this. There are lots of cases that we see this. Even in, in various mitzvahs and various mitzvahs, there's a certain level which is a high level. Is everyone going to argue, everyone going to argue about that its value? No one's going to argue. It's before it's unanimous that it's a tremendous matter. It's a tremendous matter to have. So, if you're going to ask the question, so why isn't everybody promoting the people that live on that level? The answer is, you can't expect too much from the rabbin. The partial can't. It's not going to work. I'll give you, a, before you get to a more abstract example, I'll give you a very simple physical example. If you're going to ask anybody who's learned the sogis, what's the best time to learn? What's the best time to learn? So, it's a even for the Shulchanarach, but first in the Gemara, the best time to learn is at night. I need to ask you the Hashem Eisratzen. When's the Eisratzen? Is there a Chum? So you're gonna ask me, what's the best time to daven for the Shacharis? The best time to daven for the Shacharis is nights. All right. So let's go have a look. Is everybody davening nights? No. There are a few people who do. Most people don't. So it's also a question. Why is no one standing up and chanting every single daven nights? The answer is, it's a mile. We're not Not everybody's on the level, on the level to daven with that mile. Uh, we're doing well. Right? Well, you have to you have to force people to a high darga. No one's going to argue that it's a darga. But love dafka, everyone's living on that darga, and therefore it's not we, it's not what we expect everyone to be. So we see two points. Therefore, the person says, "Listen, I want to dive in every morning at seven o'clock, eight o'clock, whatever it's going to be. Is that okay? It's okay. Is it lachatchila? It's lachatchila. Is it the best possible? No, but." Not everyone's holding them being the best possible. As long as they're holding within the, what, what's good, with the, within the realm of the Torah's requirement, that's okay. But, where does it make a difference? Where does it make a difference? A person won't get punished for not davening next. I'm using that as my marshal. The Torah doesn't come high. A person will get punished for not davening in this man, Krishna. That, yes. The Torah is not high. If not davening next, the Torah is not high. So, where, where is the Nafkimina? The nafkamina is upon him upon him. The master, are you mamish, so to speak, facing Hashem directly? Or it's a little bit at stood there, it's a little bit to the side. It's not the best. I just kept fit as an example. We can give any mitzvah the same example. In every mitzvah, there's the way to yotze. And if I'm yotze, I'm yotze, I'm fine. You have no case for me. I'm within, safely within the boundaries of the shukha naruch sets for me to do any mitzvah. We have tainas on me. I'm doing fine, 100%. You won't get punished. You're doing great. I'll get rewarded also. Oh, you asked a different question. Is this the best? No, it's a different question. The Torah doesn't expect everybody to be the best. But, so therefore, there's no requirement. But if a person wants to know what's the best way to do it, okay, it is better.
He writes like this. He writes that if what's if we look to let's go to mitzvah, the most important mitzvah that Talmud Torah. What's the gather of the chiv? We have to be magdi the chiv. What's the gather of the chiv? Ask the meshachach, but there's a stir between two gemaras. The one gemara says that if a person reads Krishna b'shachris. And Krishna Harvis, he's Yaitse the mitzvah of Agisa Yam Vadaira. I learned her in the morning, I learned her at night. So, yes, I read Krishna as far as Dami. So, I read Krishna in the morning, I read Krishna every night. I spent two minutes saying Psukim morning, two minutes saying Psukim night. I'm Yaitse, mitzvah the Raisa of Agisa Yam Vadaira. I learned her in the morning, I learned her in the night. On the other hand, there's another Gemara. So the Gemara says that Rabbi Shmuel's nephew, Ben Dhamma, asked him, Is it that it's fine some time to learn? So Bishmael answered him, if you find the time which isn't day, it isn't night. Why? Because the day and the night, you read Mechilis and Torah. Shneemar, Vagisa Vayyama Vadaira. Exactly the same puzzle. And then he explains the puzzle to me, all day and all night. So when you're going to learn, when you have time for philosophy, all day and all night, you read Mechilis. So ask the Rameh Simcha. Ask the Rameh what's the Mechilis and Torah? Is the Mechilis and Torah something in the day, Something in the night, and even creation is in that. Or is the chiyuv and Torah all day and all night? Without, without a stop. Which one is it? The two gemaras, both from the same passage. And the gemara here explains it means all day, and here the gemara explains it means something in the day. How do you, how do you resolve it? Answer the You start God. It's well known. Says the There's a difference between mitzvahs, which Hashem set the parameters exactly the same for everybody. Such as Tvilin, Shoifer, Matzah, Aramini, whatever you want. The parameters are the same. You ate a Kazayas Matzah, everybody in Kazayas has the same Khiva, you ate it the same way. You said this, you heard the Shoifer, everyone in Kazayas the same Khiva, they ate it the same way. Says the Mamarayan Simcha, but there's a category in Mitzvahs, which HaKadosh Baruch Hu knew. There's no way I can machive the entire people the same, the entire nation the same. Not everybody can machive it the same. And therefore, there's some people who it's harder for them, and some people it's easier for them. There's some people that the situation they're in makes it more difficult. There's some people the situation they're in it's more it's more it's more of a possibility. They might might need certain mental abilities, might need certain skills, whatever it's going to be. A mitzvah in that category, Hakadosh Baruch Hu can't mechayev everybody the same because you're talking about way too vast a range of people. And therefore, says the Meisimcha, what the Torah can do is it can give you the extremes. Give you the extremes. The absolute minimum for Torah learning is say Krishna in the morning and the night. That's the minimum. We expect you to do at least that. Yes, you're busy. Yes, you're in a rush. Yes, you've lost to take care of. Yes, you're a chosen and you're getting married. We don't care. You have to say Krishna. That's the minimum. The maximum. The maximum is don't do anything else. All day, all night without a stop. So they have two parameters. Far apart, the two parameters. What's your here? Well, it depends where you are on the scale. Some people, they can do more. Okay, so do more. It's harder for them, or if, even those times when it's harder for them, to do less. As long as you're within the scale, you're doing the medicine. So now, for a person who's within that range, it's a very wide range, but he's within the range somewhere. Can anyone come to me with kindness? You didn't learn Torah today. No. I did. I said Shema. I even had a few minutes of Gemara. I heard a Shia, whatever it was. I'm safely within the range. So you have time as a mitzvah, for sure not. I wasn't a battle of mitzvah. But on the other hand, 
On the other hand, are we going to say, oh wow, so you mom is doing Ratsan Hashem until the ultimate, you know, the best, no, because you can do much more. It's two different Cheshbonis. It's two different Cheshbonis. In this realm, is everybody the same? Can everybody do the same maximum? Also possibly not. But, it's a, it's a different Gedda. The Gedda for the Rabbim is going to be different to the Gedda for the Yachid because the Rabbim has to take into account that everybody has to fit into this, into this Cheshbon. Let's talk about Stalker for a minute. How much money, how, how do you look at the Mitzvah Stalker? How much do you have to give? If the Torah would set an amount, it would be completely unfair. There's a tremendous range of people. Some are very wealthy, some are very poor. How can you set an amount of time for everybody? So again, what does the Torah do? Torah makes a range. Torah makes a range. There's a minimum, there's a maximum, and then everybody has to find their place in the range. What is the range? So it's a, uh, the Gemara brings the Pasuk in the Chemia. The minimum to give is a shlishis a shekel l'shana. It's a Pasuk in the Chemia. A shlishis, a third of a shekel a year. Now it's not about Ash, it's talking about the Torah shekel, but still, it's not a lot of money. A third of a shekel in the whole year. Okay, the people who put, the people who have a lot of financial debt. This is the minimum. At least that. The Madna the Mitzvah, lots of shlishis a shekel l'shana. It's a Pasuk in the Chemia. That was the minimum. Besides for my sir? No, I'm the income. Where am I, sir? But that's the minimum. Maximum, 20% of his assets. Sometimes even more than that. So it's a huge range. Okay, so a person's giving. He gives. He gives here, he gives there. But yeah, but there. Not a lot, but he's giving. Can you say he's been a battle the mitzvah? No, he's in the range. He's fine. Can you say that Lamish Ponim El Ponim is doing exactly what Hashem expected from him in the best way? Also not. That's two different Cheshbonis. In the realm of right or wrong, am I okay? You're okay. Are you the best you can be? Maybe not. That's the point of saying over here. The Kruvim are advising each other, but not 100%. Because what you're doing is okay. But it's still not the ultimate. It's not the ultimate. There's a high level in it. What's more in- indicative of a person, I'm just saying this is in the side point, what's more indicative of a person isn't necessarily which one he's holding back, but more like the way he's asking the question. You always get the people saying, is what I'm doing enough? Am I mechuyev to do more or am I bayyotev? I'm yotev, okay, then I'm happy. No, the person wants to keep the Torah mitzvah, he doesn't want to do anything wrong. So is it okay what I'm doing? I'm yotev? Yes, yotev. Fine, good enough. Or you get the kind of people always asking, what can I do more? Is there more that I can do? So, yes, you'll tell me, don't worry, don't be able to find you. Yet, yet. But can I do better? Is there more to do? Then it's the person who wants to grow. Rabshim Yechai himself said this. Rabshim Yechai himself said this. Rabshim Yechai who said that the, what the Torah wants, the essential marker means, absolute commitment to Torah and nothing else. Rabshim Yechai says himself, like Marin Soka, he says, I saw people like that. So the idea, people who are going to, go, going to the highest point they can get to. That's how I would define it, Ben Aliyah. A person's at his highest point, but Ben Martin. It's not everybody, not everyone's holding by that. So he agrees also. He agrees also, not everybody can live at that level. But it doesn't mean it's not a level. That, that's the ultimate result in Shlombokam. That's the highest level that she wanted. Okay, so there we see the two sides. 
what's, what does Nefshachim want from it over here? The way Hashem responds to a person is also in a question of a degree. It's also a question of degree. Until now we saw that it's totally right and wrong. A person does mitzvahs, a person does gets shepherd. A person does a virus, it minimizes the shepherd. Now we see it's not just yes and no, it's a scale. And therefore, the amount that a person does is the same amount that Hashem gives back. This is the Nefshachim isn't Mechadish anything. It's Mephoshach Hazal. Other Mechadish Atzmoy, with a matter Ma'at. A person Mechadish himself here a little bit, so Mechadish him most of the Ma'at. Other Mechadish Atzmoy Harbe, Mechadish him most of the Harbe. Within that scale, yes, you do a certain amount, you'll get back the same amount. You do more, you'll get back more. The more a person's pointed, he turns, he turns to face Hashem. So exactly the same degree Hashem is pointed to face Him. Okay, therefore it says, next paragraph. Klaishal was stuck, Klaishal were trapped. At the, bank, the, the banks of the Yamsuf, they had the Mitzvah tracing them and nowhere to go. And Moshe starts to daven. And Hashem says to Moshe, tell Klaishal to travel. It's after Klaishal. Why? Because if they're strong in their Munah Bitafon, which means Hashem told them travel to sea, we'll travel into the sea. Then if that's the case, because they're bitachon that the sea is going to split for them. And the Nefesh Shachayim is saying something which we guys underline. You have a Nefesh Shachayim? This is the biggest side. For those of you who have heard the value of Ikrim, I say this the whole time. There's a concept called bitachon. There's a concept called bitachon. Bitachon means how much a person trusts a God's Prophet is going to help him. And if a person trusts Hashem will help him, then, underline, Hashem will. Hashem will. It's a, it's a rule that Hashem is built into the bread. He will never let down bitachem. He will never let down bitachem. But it's a possible. The person is bitachem Hashem, Hashem will do whatever he has bitachem then. And people ask the question, but maybe he's not right, maybe he doesn't deserve it. The answer is, the bitachem is the source. If he has bitochen, he deserves it. That's what, enable, that's what creates the channel for Hashem to give him back. A person that does something trusting 100% Hashem, I'm relying on you completely. That's the schuss for Hashem to give. And then here's, he gives the example. It's not his, the Zara says it. Moshe is, is diving in the banks of Kriyas Yamsuf. Moshe is asking for a tremendous nace. Kriyas all attract. Right? And Moshe says, Hashem, make a nace for them. Split the sea. What does Hashem say? Don't dive in. So what should we do? Go! Into the water. Klaishal went with the shepherd. You heard the shepherd. Yamin, both of them, there's a different midrashim. They went into the water. And then the sea split. Why? The bitachon of going. I'm walking the water knowing that Klaishal is going to split the sea. That's what made the sea split. Not that fellow of Moshe. Not that fellow of Moshe. This is a new side. Just like we said, a person's mycin bring a result. We have another one also. Bitachon. The fact that a person shows he's trusting Hashem, that brings the result. We brought from the Zohar, I don't know how to divide it We brought from the Zohar. If a person is bitachon, Hashem will never let bitachon down. Because bitachon means, Hashem, I'm trusting you. And if I trust somebody, they don't fulfill what I trust them to do, I'll never trust them again. I see, I can't rely on you. And someone tells me, don't worry, I'll help you out in whatever situation you're in. 
says, okay, I'm relying on you. Fine. And then he lets me down. What do I learn from that? I can't trust you. Since he wants people to trust him, if that's the case, Hashem will never let down trust. Hashem will never let down trust. So yes, the person has the emissive complete. Trust in Hashem. What if it's bad for you? Even then. Not that the person will be able to get that little bit of but even then, Hashem doesn't let down trust. If a person has the mitachon, Hashem, you're going to do this, and he's, work, he's living with that. It's not just that when I say, I'm living with that mitachon, so Hashem has, to, Hashem has to give it to you. How does a person know how much mitachon he has? Like, but why is that trust relief? Otherwise, I'm going to say I can't trust Hashem, because maybe it's always a Hashem's bad, whatever it is. And what? I'm doing this because I'm relying on you to help me. Hashem will be reliable. It's more than desire rights. Desire rights. We brought this before. That even if a person's high of Mesa, even if a person's high of Mesa, if he goes to sleep and he says, Hashem, I'm giving you my neshama and I'm trusting you. It's a picotin. I'm giving you my neshama to look after. I'm relying on you to give it back to me in the morning. That's his machshava when he goes to bed at night. I'm, I'm going to sleep. I'm giving you my neshama and I'm relying on you to give it back to the morning. Says the Zohar, he won't die in his sleep. You could be shy of mercy or die in the day. He's not going to die in his sleep. Because when a person is relying on Hashem to do something, Hashem will do it. And that's why in the morning, the Nusrach of Yisrael, Why? Hashem will give you Hashem's Nusrach. You were reliable. I trusted you with my Nusrach in the night, you were reliable. You go back in the morning. It says the Zohar, A person can deserve to die, he'll die in different circumstances. Or the one night he won't think about it before he dies, whatever it is. But when a person goes to sleep with Bitochen, he'll wake up. Hashem doesn't let down Bitochen. Why does he deserve it? Bitochen is a son's chos. And that's the, the last the point he wants to bring over here. We're talking about a person is the Mo'erer of how Hashem responds to him. So if a person's Bitochen is Mo'erer, then Hashem is going to give him what he wanted. So we spoke about this much more Barichos in the Bitochen Vadim. We explained how Yishol Sant explains it, how the Alshad explains it, but. We'll do that for that. In the meantime, the Yisrael you want to bring from here is that that itself, the person's bitachon, itself is more the response. The person trusts in Hashem, that gives him the schus that Hashem is going to fulfill what he is trusting him to do.